Echo's Box Podcast is not meant to be or claiming to be a good place for therapeutic advice. The host is not a licensed therapist and is not offering any services or advice related to mental health in a professional manner. The content discussed on Echo's Box is commonly highly explicit due to the real nature of expressing honest emotions. While we don't mean to offend anyone, the reality is these discussions might be triggering to many people. Out of respect for all, please do not listen if this content isn't right for you, and forgive us if you have a poor experience. Keep your brain healthy. everyone welcome back to echoes box this is episode 15 so you all just heard an unreleased snippet of a little metal cover that i I worked on with my buddy ricky Um, if you know what the underlying track is that we're covering then you're probably cooler than me (laughs) but it was just a fun little project that he asked me to do some vocals on and the full thing will actually be out soon it'll be on all streaming platforms and we got a music video and stuff Uh, so just don't don't tell him i liked it that i liked all that here first uh just, just between you and me (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it should be out pretty much any day now. It's just kind of being scheduled for release. But yeah, uh, so this is episode 15, kind of like I said, and I've actually got like a small script in front of me. We'll see how well I, I keep to it. <laughs> I'm just trying to guide myself. It's really late. Uh, it's like four o'clock in the morning. Rush. It's almost five. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, episode 15. This one's called Fundamental Magic. Um, I owe you guys an episode. It's been a while, so that's what I'm doing this. Uh Last episode, you know, we talked a little about my weird life path that brought me to ceremonial magic. And hopefully by now you've heard the news that I'm publishing a book. And well, that's what this episode's about. Uh, So my book will be coming out very, very, very soon. In fact, it should be up for pre-order by the first week of October. Uh, That's that's the current goal, current timeline. I actually have some timelines now. See, see, it's coming out. Um, so just keep an eye on like our social media pages, website, you'll get all the latest updates, but, uh, you'll probably see like an ad floating around the next few weeks for it. If you're, if you're listening around the time this episode comes out, uh, but all of that stuff, social media included, will all be at our website at echoesbox.com. So go check that out. That's now like the official place for all the things. It just makes it way easier. It's all in one place. It's, it's a lot easier to remember too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like I said, I know I'm long overdue for a podcast episode, and if I'm honest, uh, I don't really want to talk about magic this evening, or morning, whatever. Uh, in fact, uh, even though it may not seem like it, I actually don't really enjoy talking about magic at all anymore. Um, don't get me wrong, it's not like my practice has changed outside of like my natural growth, or that any of my thoughts on any of this stuff has changed. There's a reason I wrote a whole book on it, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but just the act of talking about spirituality so openly I found over the years to be very draining to me. Um, I recently went through a period in my life the last year and a half, pretty much up to like the last couple months where being more open, uh, I, w- I was just being more open about it and, and being more open about it was really exciting. You know, I was meeting tons of new people of varying practices and really growing and I was learning a lot and I don't regret any of it, but I've learned lately that I need to let go more intentionally than I have been. Um, so 
one of the nuggets of knowledge that I've received from from Damian Eccles and Jason Liu, both of like the primary people that have kicked off my practice here, um, is that once you do something with magic, and and you leave the room, once you've begun to go about life to experience it as the human being that you are, that's just it. You're meant to go live. No more magic. Magic is always working. It doesn't go anywhere. But you, as the magician, are meant to stop being a magician if you're not doing magic in the moment. You know, it's 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 like a job almost. Yeah, most jobs have titles, uh, but the danger of a title is letting it define you. Uh, so let me give you an example. So I'm an offensive security consultant. That's my day gig. That's my title. And when people ask me about what I do for work, I say something along the lines of either like a little joke about how I'm a hacker or I just say my title. It just kind of depends on the context and the audience, but that's the gist. But I am also a musician. It's not my day job. It's a title I hold and it reflects my work in the music side of things. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's just another title. Let's take that a step even further, right? So I'm also a podcast host, right? And now I'm about to be an author. I'm a priest of sorts. That's always a fun one. Um, but hopefully you see where I'm, where I'm kind of getting here. If, if, you, if not, try to notice how I said, I am this or I am that. The I am is what's important. I am defining myself. Very clearly, I'm not just one thing. Right, I do all these different things. I'm, I'm, I'm all of those things, but those things don't define me individually on their own, and even combined, they don't define who I am overall. These are just the titles I take on given the scenario that I'm in, and based on what I'm trying to achieve, or simply just describing what I am doing and, and what you would call me while I'm doing that thing. Now, let's take the statement, I am a magician. I hold that title as well, but I'm not a magician right now. Right now, I'm a podcast host. That's the title I'm holding. Why? Well, because I'm doing this podcast. But once I stop, I'm no longer defined by that. And I still do magic. I still host a podcast. I still do music. I still do my day job. I still actively do all those things in my life, but they don't define me in totality. This is what it means to let go. To stop being a magician when the magic is over in the moment. When you're not actively working in it, you, you forget about it and move on. That obviously doesn't mean you forget all you know and have like a whole amnesia spell. Uh, but the whole idea is that you trust yourself and the work you did and you don't need to give it any more attention. Giving it attention holds the ideas there. Letting it all go and forgetting lets your subconscious do the work that you told it to do. And magic happens regardless if you do anything or not. So if you're actually actually programming it in that in that sense doing all these these crazy meditations and rituals and stuff then it's going to happen because it happens whether you do anything or not so if you're doing something with it it's definitely going to happen right um now i mentioned damien and jason uh they both i'm sure have varying levels of thought to this idea that i'm portraying so i'm not putting words in either of their mouths this is just my own personal understanding over the years of practicing and wrestling with this idea that I, I kind of got from these sources and, and, and different teachings. Um, but obviously I have a dilemma and it's the same one that they have too. It is hard to avoid talking about or recognizing magic once you've elected to teach it in some form or fashion. It becomes such a huge part of your life that once you begin to teach, no matter how masterful you are at that point in your life, you can't really not talk about it, even though that's one of the 
core teachings that that is defined even if it's just ritual to ritual uh, or if you're defining as a whole kind of like i am here uh, it, it becomes hard to adhere to that that teaching yourself um and i can't sell you my book if i don't talk about it and if i want a book out there in the open that means i'm now opening up a door for people to ask me publicly about that book and it's the same thing with the podcast here when i discuss it you know, magic and spirituality are a general focus point for this podcast so it's it's all very hard for me to avoid and i chose that so when i say i don't like talking about magic anymore it's because i've become stricter about letting go and it doesn't mean i'll never talk about it i have to talk about it right now for this episode uh, but if you take nothing else away from this episode just remember to let go once the work is done trust that it is complete and let go stop being the magician i think jason says something along the lines of uh you know put put down the wand take off the robes and go live life have a drink uh you know go be with your friends go on a hike go be a human being and let everything else work let the magic work definitely paraphrasing there but that's the key takeaway just right up front. The key takeaway is to, to let go, to, to live life and let things work as they should. Um, and, and that's so important when, when doing these, these practices. So if you want to tune out now while I go talk about my book, go for it. That was the only thing I really wanted to, you to have a takeaway from. That's, that was the whole point of the episode right up front. So uh, now we're going to talk about the book a little bit. And of course, we'll kind of wrap everything back around. So um, if you're sticking around, let's get into the shit. So... Um, I've been kind of going through some shit the last few weeks. That's why it's been a while since I've posted a podcast episode. That's how, how this podcast works. If I don't have time, I don't do it. Um, but I'm not here to like air my dirty laundry out on a podcast. That's not how this works. That's not what this is for. Um, so we're not going over that, but I, it is important for the context and what I'm trying to portray here and, 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 and talk about the book. Um, it's just funny that it worked out that way. It's it's weird how I can kind of correlate the story to, to to the progress. It's very strange. Um, but I've had some really heavy damage done, and I've been letting people really get to me, like letting really unhealthy, intrusive thoughts drive me that are from external opinions. They're not even like my own like thoughts. That I, like I'm already really hard on myself. It's not that. Like I still have to deal with that. This is all external, and it's just kind of feeding in. Um, and all that hurts, but I've maintained my one most important pillar and that is choosing how I respond when I'm faced with this stuff. And it's difficult sometimes. It's difficult even in this very moment. And it can be really difficult to handle external opposition of any sort, especially when it comes from loved ones. And even more especially, if it doesn't look like opposition to begin with, but it looks like love, and it's, it's still hurting, it, but, it, but it's not healthy. It looks like love, and you let it in, and it doesn't feel like love. Um, it, it's very difficult. And one thing I've learned in my professional career very, very well is that it's really easy to disguise bad things as good. Um, Sometimes it's even easy to do so by mistake. Uh, you know, with technology, you know, that, that reference is like to, to malware and stuff. I can, I can literally make a whole video game that looks really good, or I can even give you a copy of Microsoft Office, and then I can embed a whole other piece of malware in there, and you didn't even know it was there. 
you still get to do the cool good thing but in the background there's something really bad happening um and it's it's just a whole ruse um and it's also easy to make mistakes like sometimes people can write uh, a good piece of software and it's got like a vulnerability in it or maybe it's got like a, a memory leak problem that causes your computer to crash these are really nerdy metaphors that relate to technology but um that's what I mean by it's easy to disguise bad things as good and it's also easy to do it by mistake and that's kind of I've got a really good grasp on that concept um, but let, let's take this to like real human personal terms um, do you ever give a friend that, that you love advice and then turn around later and realize that you didn't actually understand their situation you love them and you were listening to them but you didn't really understand but you were just giving advice based on what you could understand but since you didn't understand, maybe that advice actually caused harm. And it wasn't your intention, but it happened that way. It was an honest mistake. You did your best with what you understood, but sometimes those mistakes can cause permanent damage. And it sucks because you didn't really mean to do that. But let's take it a step further. Have you ever been deceived by someone who treated you kindly, but really was just there to be evil to you? Maybe they didn't actually do anything wrong. Like I'm not talking about abuse or gaslighting or anything like that, but like just a person putting on a guise of genuineness, but then being completely disingenuous in their heart on purpose, just because they don't want to be real with you or they want a reaction of some sort from you, or maybe they just want something out of you, like a, in a vampiric relationship. Sometimes they can feel like a petty bully or maybe just a two-faced person. Does that ever happen? If, if so, then that, that feeling is, is very, very jarring. It's, it's painful because it feels like love sometimes, and, but it's not. Let's, let's take a harder question. Consider this. Are you or have you ever been that person that's putting on the guise of genuineness but not being genuine? As I tell you, I have. I've been that person at point at one point, and once you realize you're being that person, it really, really sucks. So if you're being honest with yourself right now that you have been that person or you are that person, let's have a quick come to Jesus with me and let's feel together how much that sucks because I haven't been that person in years, but you, you still feel it. You, you're reminded, and I can sit with it now and just want you to sit with me and feel man, that sucks, and be okay with it. It's okay that it sucks. We're realizing that that's how we've been acting, and we can choose not to act like that. Because like I just said, I haven't been that person in years. I don't have to feel that guilt anymore. You can enact change. And I'm not that person anymore because I would rather be genuine and get knocked around for it than to hide behind the curtains, suck the life out of people energetically. I chose to respond by being someone people might actually want to be around and spend their time with. So now when I'm challenged by these conflicts that I run into and all these problems I've been having lately, uh, it's unfortunate because because I've been that person and I feel so bad and I, and I don't know what's going on and I've, I've made this change to be genuine, I let this mind of guilt consume me. When in reality, at this point, I, I'm not doing anything wrong and I've done nothing to deserve 
that that mind of guilt, that thought loop. It's it's old, it's dead, and and it's it's rotting my brain. So when it comes in, it's like it's like adding new rot to a clean space, trying to to infect everything. It's it's terrible, and I don't deserve that. Now I'm not saying I'm a saint. We all make mistakes and make them every day. I've, I've made a fuck ton of mistakes lately. That's okay though. What's not okay is letting your whole character be defined by your mistakes. It's important to own them. It's important to be uh, responsible for them and make up for them where you can. But don't let them define you, especially if you're doing that. Especially if you're if you're changing and, and, and growing in them. I know who I am, but sometimes I lose that idea, that concept of of self when faced with the idea that I am not liked by someone I love and trust or that I am not who I am, that somebody else is defining me how they see me and they're somebody that I love and trust. But sometimes we don't always understand each other well enough to make those decisions. We don't always understand what's going on so when we project what our thoughts are, maybe even if they're asking for advice and we, and we give them what, what's there and we don't understand what's going on well enough, um, it can be uh, just difficult to, to take that on because you as the person receiving the advice is going to take it to heart because you asked for it and you trust this person and you the person giving it. You're actually putting yourself at risk because you don't know what kind of damage you can cause if you're not fully understanding, but it's neither party's fault, really. That's just the nature of human relationships. You're trying to trust each other to build something. So as the person who's receiving advice from somebody you love and trust and you're not feeling understood, it's important to listen anyway, even if you know that they're not understanding you. Because the moments you are in the wrong and you do need to change, well, those come. They come and they deserve your attention and your energy so you can make a difference. But at some point, you have to know when enough is enough and something is just repeating because it's toxic or because you need to hear it. There's a big difference between whether it's toxic or because you need to hear it. And it can be so fucking hard to do that it really can be you know it's if you're listening all the time all the time trying to 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 be real and be genuine and take advice and take criticism take feedback and make changes and and you're being tossed something that comes up all the time you may think damn i really haven't changed that about myself i haven't fixed that about myself but sometimes it's it's actually not anything to do with you. You're just hearing the same thing, probably from the same people all the time, and that is just their projection of you. They're not actually understanding you. Not always. And that's why it's important to start to learn how to make that distinction. The only real way you can do that is by understanding yourself. But like I said, it's really fucking hard to do that because you can literally make yourself paranoid by every person you interact with if you take that too far. You can lose the concept of trust. You can lose the desire to love and bond, and it's scary. And I've ran into a lot of new people lately, and most of them seem really nice. They've, they've treated me okay so far, but sometimes I get kind of a questionable vibe off of them. So I have a choice. Either I can close off, 
where I can let things happen and give people a chance. Those of you like myself who have experienced a lot of trauma know that this is one of the most difficult choices to make sometimes. A common trauma response is just to shut down. A therapist taught me that your brain is there to keep you alive and it'll do whatever it takes and whatever it feels best uh, as far as decisions go to do that for you. It's, it's automatic. So when you go through serious trauma in life, you, your brain actually develops new defenses for what it feels like might keep you safe whatever got you through that period and this is this is actually why we have anxiety naturally but it gets out of hands when things are heightened all the time due to traumatic experience if you have traumatic experience all the time that increase that anxiety response it's training your brain to anytime things get bad in that same way we go from zero to 100 instead of maybe we should have gone zero to 15 right um so Sometimes we get our brains rewired uh, to the point where it can just feel safer to shut down. And I don't like that personally. I don't like letting my natural processes have that much control. It's one thing to listen to instinct. It's, that's important. Listen to your intuition, listen to your instinct. But it's another thing to cripple yourself in fear. So I often make the choice to give people a chance, even if I know it's likely going to hurt. This teaches me that I can't permanently be hurt by others, that I can recover if things are bad. And it also opens doors to good things because when they're good, they can be such blessings. So, you know, I'll take a hit. I'll take a hit here and there and remind myself that when I get back up, I, I was able to take that hit. It's okay. And I'll keep moving. And maybe the, the next time I do that, it, it won't be a hit to the face. It'll be a hug. You know, that, that's what you hope for every time. You hope every single interaction is a hug, not a punch to the face. But sometimes you get punched, but a punch doesn't kill you. So you just got to keep on doing it. And it's it's hard, but that is that is what I choose because I don't like not having that choice. And as long as I have that choice, I would rather take the chance. That's just me personally. Um, but... Lately, I've actually felt really unseen and hurt, and it hurts a lot. Um, uh, I've been beating myself up a whole lot, and it's gotten to the point where lately, I was actually doing really good trying to sleep. If you've been around on the podcast for a while, uh, you know I've got pretty bad insomnia, um, and I wasn't sleeping great, but I was sleeping, man. Like I was, I was trying so hard to change that cycle, but now I'm back to not sleeping again because all this pain is resurged in new ways and I have to sit with it. You know, most of it I'm actually kind of over, but every so often just because it's, it's been recent, like the, the residual damage is there. My emotions, are, my brain's still kind of in that trauma response mode, even though I'm dealing with it in very healthy ways. Um, it's not over. I still get some shocks. I still get some triggers here and there. Um, and it's just resurged and I have to sit with this and a trauma response of mine is to not sleep. You know, I don't want nightmares and I don't feel safe in my space due to this response. But the reality is I am safe in my space and God knows I'm exhausted, but I don't feel that in my head. It's the, the desire to rest and the logic of acknowledging natural safety that's just around me, uh, it goes out the window. I don't, I don't get to feel that. I can know that, but I don't feel it. And that's a completely different thing. That's very frustrating. So, like I said, I'm actually up at 
4 a.m. So it's 5 a.m. now uh, recording this because I felt such paranoia this evening. Just so paranoid by so many intrusive thoughts. It's too much to even attempt to get into. Um, but just uh, been so uncomfortable and I've been kind of flowing up and down. That's That almost makes it more uncomfortable when you go from a state where like everything's kind of chill to all of a sudden you're like, oh, why do I feel paranoid? Why am I anxious? What's going on? Like I was chill two seconds ago, you know, uh, even worse if you loop into a panic attack, which I, I felt like I was going to do. So I actually had to go meditate and uh, I don't always get the opportunity to do that <laughs> whenever things are getting heightened because uh, I'm, I'm freaking out, but I caught it. So I went to go meditate and when I finished, uh, I, I wasn't sure I was to spend my time. So I chose to sit down and record this. But, all right, what does all this have to do with fundamental magic? It sounds like I've been rambling for a bit, right? Well, this kind of art of cycle breaking, this idea that you always have the ability and power to choose your responses to life, no matter how severe, this patience and focus, that is what fundamental magic teaches. It's a book that's a set of the most fundamental practices in ceremonial magic and, and tons of meditation that helps you carve your own path and take control of your life, just how I'm describing. It's not easy. It's not just going to hand you everything you need, but it is magical. It is instant and it is powerful. You do have to put in the work. Um, but what is that work? Well, Honestly, if you listen to the last episode, maybe you kind of have an idea of what that is. It's it's a lot of meditation. It's a lot of chanting weird mantras and drawing weird symbols in the air. It's a lot of meditation. Yeah, I said that twice because even the rituals are almost always just meditations. Um, and there's practical techniques and tools discussed in the book as well. And everything you need to ease into your own practice, build it up and make it your own. It, it's all there. It's all in this book. So if you like how I talk about life, if any of this resonates with you, say give it a shot. What's cool is the book's 100% free when it comes out. Obviously, there's a catch. It's a small one. The ebook, the PDF copy of the book will be free always and forever. And I think the primary place I'm going to distribute it, at least at first, is like on the Google Play Bookstore. So even if you don't use it, it should still be a free, free PDF download. And you can add it to any of your devices, even if you don't use like cool stuff. Um, but that'll be completely free and you'll be able to find it on the website and stuff. But, uh, the hard copy, if you want one is going to be $25 and it should be available pretty much anywhere books are sold. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all that kind of stuff when it comes out. Um, of course you'll be able to find all the links to everything. Like I said, at our website at echoesbox.com when it comes out. Now, one of the things that is hinted at in the book, and it's actually stated pretty clearly, uh, in the chapter about thought forms is once again to forget about it. That's right. We're looping back around. So every practice and fundamental magic that you do, remember, once you're done doing something, leave it. Go be a human again and experience the change and growth that you created when you were the magician in those moments. That's the whole point. If you simply do magic all the time and you don't actually get to live the outcome it provides, what was the point? Right? Everyone has different goals, of course. Some of us end up writing books and teaching. 
Some of us end up meditating into oblivion. There's no right or wrong path, just your path. And even though you will leave the room and forget each time, you'll still do practical techniques throughout the day if you choose to. You don't have to, but you can. And that's what the, that's why they're there. You're not ignorant to them. It's not like you lose all that knowledge, like we said. It's, you still know all the rituals. You still know the steps. It's not like you're not aware of what this concept is anymore. The point is that you are in control of your internal monologue. That little automatic thought generator in your head. Yeah, that, that's not really you. It is, It's it, but it's a part of you. It's not all of you. It's just a function of your brain that's default in almost everyone. Some people have it louder than others. Some people have it more chaotic than others. Some people have more than one. That's it's important to acknowledge with how important mental health is in the world. And that's what this... It's the one of the core tenets of this podcast. It'd be stupid not to acknowledge that. It's complicated. So we all have this, but it's different for everyone, right? Magic and meditation, specifically meditation, is like an exercise that teaches us to be in control of that thought machine. It lets us turn that shit off whenever we want so we get to select our next thought ourselves or simply not think at all. It is control over your every move. And yeah, there are a lot more purposes to magic. There's so much more you can achieve. You can do whatever you want with it. That's the point. It's your life, your will. And the whole idea is to identify and pursue exactly who you're meant to be and what you want to do. But the practical skills of choosing how to respond and being in total control of your thinking is indescribably powerful without all the hippie spiritual shit. So yeah, check out my book. It'll, it'll be out almost any day now. Probably not as soon as I'd hope. But it's right around the corner, and I am excited. And I hope you all enjoy this episode, and remember to check us out. Reach out over at echoesbox.com. Everything you need uh, to know about us is all there. So I hope you have a wonderful day, night, whatever it is you're doing uh, next. Have fun, um, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.